Hey guys, this is Keena. You're listening to a keen sense of mine. Um, so I'm gonna be talking about a lot of little different, a lot of different things. Um, so excuse me if I jump from here to here to here, but it all makes sense, hopefully. Um, first I want to start off with uh, depression. Uh, depression is serious. It is a real thing. And um, having my own issues and problems with uh, depression. Um, no one's struggle is greater or less than anyone else's. Nobody's depression is better or less than anyone else's. Um, With that being said, I feel like depression is a state of mind, okay? Um, Sometimes you're not strong enough to deal with or you're not equipped to deal with things that come your way, life, obstacles, uh, chaos, uh, hardship, uh, death, sadness. Sometimes you can't deal with all that, especially at one time. Um, so there's like all different type of uh, ways to slip into depression. Um, especially, I've never been one to, uh, like, I've known someone all of damn near all my life and this person has struggled with depression from the age of 15 till now and we're we're like 32 and um I just feel like depression is easier to slip back into for those who mind isn't strong enough to deal with reality uh what I mean by that is is that you you either aren't equipped to deal with hardship. So living in a fantasy world or living uh, not here, like your mental not here, is easier for you. Um, but there's all type of ways to slip back into depression. I've never been one to have been depressed all my life. Um, I think I've had a a depression moment. Um, But it was a long moment. It was like a couple months. Um, But some things had happened. Things had been happening. And I'm always good at... um, kind of like being nonchalant about situations I've always been that one to like let it go uh, be the bigger person see the good in the situation or see the lesson in the situation and move on you know what I'm saying and not harbor or hold on to any ill ill feelings or want any ill will done you know what I'm saying I've always been that chick that's just me And sometimes that can be a good thing and that can be a bad thing. Um, So things kept happening to me. Um, And it kind of like showed me people for who they are. It kind of messed my trust up for another human being. Um, so, I fell into a depression state. Um, I, I do not live in depression. I do not stay with depression. I had a depression moment. Uh, I was there for a little bit. But my mindset is strong enough to come out of it and shake it off and get back to 
to it. Um, I'm never a victim of my circumstances or my situations. I am always the victor. So I can't, I don't know it no other way. So with that being said, um, I fell into a depressed state. I, it was some things that had been transpiring, some things that have been going on throughout the years. And I think that it just, it kind of carried over and um and I kind of like broke I had a mental breakdown basically so cliff note versions because I don't want this to be no drawn out uh segment I don't want to be overly doing it um cliff note versions um one I had, me and my mother, um, my brother has stopped communicating with us. Uh, It was some issues. I don't know where it went wrong. Um, I played a part in it. He played a part in it. His wife played a part in it. Anyways, it was a situation that happened. Me and my brother had an altercation. I went to jail. Um, And I went to jail for felonious assault against him and his wife. Um, but that wasn't the case, um, but that's how it was portrayed, and so we didn't talk, and we still don't talk, it's been five years, maybe more, um, since we've really had a conversation or even talked about the situation, and so, um, We don't talk. So that was the first step of broken trust with a human. Um, I'm starting to see, you know, I talk about things that I either went through or I think someone go through. And this is just my story. Um, so that was the first step of, of broken trust. I kind of slid that under the rug. I let, uh, I, uh, kind of didn't talk about it, I didn't, you know, we, we kind of just, I let it go, you know what I'm saying, I just rather not have the, 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 the struggle and the hassle of arguing all the freaking time, you know, so, um, then, I mean, this has been years. Um, I've lost two kids. Um, That right there, in its own, can cause depression um, for anyone. But I kind of, like, got over it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say I got over it because I think about it all the time. And it's a sore subject for me. But I don't dwell in, in the past. I don't dwell on what happened or what could have been or what should have been and why me and why not you know I kind of don't do all that whatever everything happens for a reason so um then I fell out with people that I thought loved me and that I damn sure loved and with a Man, I'd have fucked the world up for certain people that has betrayed me and has hurt me. So, that all of this is going on, but the hurt and pain from people that I trusted is more recent. So, things got out there that shouldn't have got out there on social media, but got out there. Uh, Conversations were had about me and my situation and everything that, basically, that I was trying to push under the rug. You know, it was was very malicious and ill, ill intent, you know, and everybody that was has something to do with it I hold accountable and I do not mess with 
and I don't care to. Like, at some point, like, it's not okay to hurt someone that you supposedly love the way that I love you guys. Like, I just couldn't believe that you guys would hurt me and put out things that really no one really knew and I didn't talk about. So, things that no one knew, but certain people knew, they talked about, they related to other people, and then they was all on my talking crazy and just speaking on things they don't know about, about me and my situation. Um, they talked about my home, they talked about everything, just everything. Um, so then, I kind of like stepped back from everybody, I, um... I was drinking a little excessively um, around this time. Um, Stuff at work was happening. Um, Everything was just going wrong. I was getting into it with a thousand and one people and I just couldn't understand what was going on. And so... I I began to probably get a little depressed, you know. It's probably I say when I started to drink a little more, I probably was depressed because I am a very energetic, high-spirit person. But when I'm down or I'm upset or I'm mad about something, you will know. It's like no hiding it. But um then you know everything was just going wrong it was a lot of chaos in my life going on and then my best friend baby got killed and that took the cake and I heard it for her and I heard it for myself um we have a lot in common I won't talk about go into details about the situation because that ain't what I do but we had lost the same even though they were different they were still the same and I have felt her pain when you love somebody like love them to death to like you ride for them you will go to jail for them like you just you love this person like that's how much I loved her so I felt her pain and I took on her pain and I and I I went in a down spiral you know I was I was hurting for myself I was hurting for her I was hurting for the baby I just didn't understand it it was messed up it was the most horrible time of my life I couldn't believe This is something you hear about or you read about or you see on TV. But to to actually be that close to a situation that's so hard and and, and heartbroken. There was so much sadness in the situation. It's like I mourned the death of myself in a way. You know what I'm saying? It was crazy. I took that on like no other. And... I began to drink a lot more. And there was a lot going on. You know. Um, I just. I was thinking about. Everything. The people that I trusted. How I could trust nobody. I felt so alone. I felt empty. I started replaying what people were saying about me. I started seeing the 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 nasty comments and the and the, the nasty words and, and and just hearing the nasty the nastiness in people and the, the the ugliness that people have the 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 black heartedness in people and I begot I became even more sad because I couldn't believe that this is how people are. Like, I just couldn't fathom it. And to think that these people really, like, say they love me. And they family, though. 
It's family. And some friends. The majority of them was family. That did all this hurt and pain to me. And I started to see that. Don't nobody give a fuck about me. So why do I give a fuck about them? So then I, I, I isolated myself from everybody except my mother and a, and, a, and a friend or two. I isolated myself away from everything and everyone that I knew. Anything good, anything that could have been good. I isolated myself. And I, be, I, I drank more. I was drinking a lot more. I was smoking weed like crazy. I mean, I, I smoke weed now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been smoking weed. I've been smoking weed since I was 15. It's just like a relaxer for me. It eases my mind. But I was smoking even heavier than normal. And I was drinking hella hard. Like... I can get it started. started drinking hella hard um and so because I was drinking hella hard um I just didn't care I didn't care about a damn thing (laughs) I didn't care about nobody or nothing but me um Uh, I'll say my sister and my little brother kind of and my mom they are the ones who keep me sane my little brother and sisters is the one who really like snapped me out of it you know when I heard the 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 Like, me and my sister, we talk all the time. And I told her everything I was going through. You know, my sister, that's my sister. She gonna ride with me. Whether I'm right or wrong, even though I wasn't wrong. But because I was so hurt, my sister was, like, ready to fuck some shit up. (laughs) I mean, I've seen her like this one time. And I was with my mom and my brother and all them when everything went crazy on that. She was, like, hella ghetto, like hood I was like oh my god I was the 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 white one in the situation you know um my my siblings are are mixed they're half white and half black so that's why I don't mind throwing out the white jokes or you know what I'm saying I love white people and white people love me um I haven't ran into no negative white person yet I'm pretty sure they're out there but I have never encountered one so therefore I just I don't you know color ain't shit but whatever in this instant, I was like, you know. And so I remember talking to my sister, and I remember talking to my, my, my sister about a lot of shit that I was going through, and a lot of things I was thinking. And um, she, like, talked to me out of the way I was feeling and the thoughts that I was having. And she made shit make sense. Even though, and I was going to see a therapist too, and this is it was crazy. This is how the devil will work against everything you're trying to do to distract you and pull you back to where he he wants you at. I was going to see a therapist too because I I said to my sister and my best friend one day, I said, uh, I have been saying for a while though, I need to talk to somebody. 
Because there's things that I wanted to talk about that I didn't want no judgment on. And I didn't want a, a feedback or I, I didn't want that look or I didn't want your sympathy. I didn't want you to feel bad for me or I didn't want to cry or, you know what I'm saying, whatever. I didn't want that. So I know I knew that I needed to talk to somebody that would be unbiased in the whole situation. And your best friend can be biased and your sister can be biased. I didn't want that. And I kept saying, I need to talk to somebody. I need to talk to somebody. So I finally went out and talked to somebody. I talked to a therapist. And the first session we had, we came to a conclusion that I I had been drinking excessively. And, and I was depressed. We came up with that this conclusion. And this is how we came up with that. I was depressed. Remind you, depression is a state of mind. You have to know you're depressed, acknowledge it, and be willing to, to make a change in it. Instead of sitting in it and feeling sorry for yourself and dwelling in the situation. You have to want to make changes to better yourself and your thinking and your outlook of life. So, I knew I was depressed. Because I was doing things that I never would do. I worked third shift. And I have been on third shift for years. So I'm used to third shift. What I was not used to. And what my body and my mind was telling me. My spirit and soul was yearning to let me know and see. Was that I was sleeping a lot. I was overly sleeping. I was overly drinking. I was doing all of these things that I had never done. Yeah, I like to drink. I turn up. I'm the turn up queen, believe it. But that's on Friday and Saturday. Because the bitch worked Thursday. So Sunday night, I am at work. Till Thursday, till Friday morning. You feel me? So the only time I have to turn up is the weekends. And I do turn up. But I was drinking every day. I had to come home to drink. I came home. I couldn't go to sleep. I had to drink. I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't do anything without drinking. I was depressed. You know, I was sad. I was. I was torn. I was hurt. I. I, I just. I was lost. Is the best way I can describe that moment. I was lost. Because everything had hit me at one time and everything had opened up. Wounds from 10 years ago had opened up. Wounds from 15 years ago had come to surface. Everything had come back to bite me in my ass because I've always tried to sweep it under the rug. Act like it don't bother me. Act like it don't hurt. I try to be this big bad person. When really I'm just a softy. I'm very sensitive. And I do like it. If a situation happened and I might seem like I'm over it, I'll be over it in front of you. But at home, I analyze and think about it like, damn, did I go about that the right way? A person that truly don't give a fuck ain't going to care when they get home. But I have a heart and I have a good heart. And so it hurts me when I have to be ugly or nasty to somebody. So then I sit and feel bad because I was that way to that person when I'm better than. Or, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I overly think a lot of things in the privacy of my home. So I was depressed. Me and my, I, I, when I first met with the counselor, I told her. She said, what are you, what are you here for? What do you need me to help you with? What's, what's going on? And I just looked at her and I said, I feel like I'm depressed. She said, why do you feel like you're depressed? I said, I'm, I know I'm depressed. I said, I drink a lot, I sleep a lot, and then sometimes I don't sleep. I can stay up 24 hours, you know what I'm saying? That's not okay. That's a sign of depression. There's something wrong where I don't want to sleep. A lot can go into depression. Depression can be set off by a lot of different things. Is what I'm trying to get you guys to understand about about what I'm saying, what I'm talking about, depression.
So, she said, maybe you're an alcoholic. I ain't no damn alcoholic. <laughs> this is exactly what I said to her. She said, well, what are you, why, why don't you think you're an alcoholic? I said, because I don't, I, I mean, maybe I right now am drinking a lot more than normal, but I didn't feel like I was an alcoholic. So, she turned, by that, she turned me off, so I kind of shut down. I left from that session. I left from the session feeling good, though, because ultimately, I discovered something that I knew. I knew that I was depressed, and I wanted to fix the problem because I didn't want to dwell in it anymore. You know what I'm saying? I could be, I could stay up two, three days in a row, and then the next two, three days, I'm sleeping my life away. Like, I just felt like my life was just passing me by. And I'm 32 and I just felt like this isn't okay. This isn't what I want to do. This ain't where I want to be. So, I was conflicted with myself. I was fucked up. I was just, I wasn't here anymore. I just, I didn't know who to talk to. I didn't know how to trust. I just, I was like a, a zombie walking. So... I left there feeling good. I'll never forget this. <laughs> it was April 13th. It's a Friday. The 14th was a Saturday. The 15th was a Sunday. I went home. I think I went to sleep, woke up, had a little drink, whatever, whatever. That was my night. Saturday come. I am feeling great. I feel good. I am happy. I am excited. I don't know what it was about this day, but I woke up feeling amazing. So I thought, I don't know. I, I mean... It ain't no so I thought. This is what it was. I woke up feeling good as fuck. I was happy as hell. I got some shit off my chest. I felt amazing. Like, I was holding so much shit in. I I didn't know what to do. It. The feeling was so good. I wake up. It's Saturday. Beautiful. I ain't got to work. Oh, shit. I'm popping. Got my weed. All right. Smoke me a blunt eye. Um, I go have I go get me some champagne, and I get me some orange juice, and I have a mimosas, and I chill. I watch movies. I'm just relaxing. I'm, you know, I feel good, but I don't feel good enough to really just like fuck with everybody again. So, I'm chilling. I go to sleep. I wake up. My AC had been blowing me up. Trying to turn up. Alright. So I finally wake up. I go over to the house. I get up. I get dressed. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready to turn up now. Mind you, I have been asleep all day. I had a little drink earlier in the day. I went to sleep. I smoked a little weed. I was good. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm up. I'm ready to turn up. Tomorrow I got to work. So shit, this is it. <laughs> nice terminology. This is it. <laughs> um, right. It was it. Um, so I go to the store. I get me something to drink. I get me a cooler. I get. Did I get a cooler? I don't even know. I think I just got some. No, I didn't get a cooler. I just bought like a pint of some yak. So. I go at my auntie house, we chilling, we drinking, we get fucked up, smoking blunts. I'm good. A friend come over and we drinking, you know what I'm saying, all type of yak. We drinking, 
Henny. We drink a Remy. You know what I'm saying? I have some Cabassier. Um, so then my auntie decides to buy some Patron. Buy a fifth of Patron. So, and I still had like, I went to the store and bought a whole nother like pint of yak. So we just did a pint. Then her friend came over with a fifth. You know what I'm saying? Of some yak. You know what I'm saying? Some Remy. And, um, I go back to the store and I get another pint. So I come back. We are, we chilling. We smoking. We drinking. I took a few shots of the yak. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. She buy the Patron. I put the shit. I put my shit up. Like, fuck that shit. We about to drink this Patron. It was a really stormy night. It was icy. It was uh, snowing. I think it had hail or it was was an ice storm or something. And my auntie was like, you stand the night here, you know, don't drive home, whatever, whatever. And I was like, all right, whatever. At first, I was going to stay the night. Everything was cool. But I'm the type of person where, like, I want to go home. You know what I'm saying? I got my own home. I don't want to sleep on nobody's couch and I got my own bed. I don't want to be here in your house, really, when, like, I know, like, I ain't really welcome. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is just what I feel and see. So, like, it's just, like, why be uncomfortable somewhere when I could be comfortable at home? I don't give a fuck how drunk I am. I always make sure I get home drunk. I mean, get home safe. Not drunk. Safe. Drinking and driving is not okay, though. (laughs) Just want to put that out there. So... We drinking the motherfucking Patron. We getting it popping, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Smoking, whatever. So she ended up going to sleep, fucking babysitting and shit. How the fuck we end up with a baby? Shit just blew my mind. So then, like, I was like, bitch, I ain't gonna sit here and fucking you sleep and I'm turned and I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that. I'm going home. I get in my car. I, I'm driving home. I do not remember where I was at. Where, uh, what happened? But I got in an accident. I am telling things that I've never told. <laughs> I got in an accident. Um, and then so I didn't hit anybody. I didn't hit a person. I didn't hit a car. I I think I hit a pole. Whatever I hit, it wasn't a car and it wasn't a person. I know that for a fact. It was maybe like a pole. Like I said, it was a very icy night. So whatever, like I just see my life flash before my eyes. Like I was so nervous. It was so slippery. You know what I'm saying? Like the wheel just like, it just, it, it, it had a mind of its own at that point. Like I didn't even turn hard. I wasn't driving fast. So I think, but I was drunk. So who knows? Um, so I get out the car and I look at my car and I see that I fucking hit the pole or something. And I drive the fuck home. <laughs> I get back in my car, nervous as shit. I don't fuck my car up. So like it's smoke, it's all type of crazy shit going on. So I'm nervous and I'm like, oh my God, I don't want a DUI. I need to get the fuck on down. So I drive my car all the way home. Made it all the way home. I cannot remember if I was on Eastern or Kalamazoo. But either way, I believe I was on Eastern because that's the way my car was facing. So, and I know it was like some construction going on over there. um, Because like my tire had like wood chips and all type of crazy shit in it. But I'll let, anyway. So... Um, I come home, car fucked up, whatever, whatever. I come in the house. I'm hungry. I, I I didn't even come in the house. I just sat in the driveway, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm hungry." So I drive me down to the get something to eat. Come home, and I'm drunk as fuck at this point. I still got a whole fucking pint. This is Saturday, going into Sunday morning. So I go to McDonald's. I get something to. I come back. I'm eating my food, but my food isn't made the way that I purchased it. 
which is, always pisses me off about McDonald's is because motherfuckers, y'all hear what the hell I said, and you charged me for all this extra shit, but I didn't get none of this extra shit that I got. I had to pay for it, and y'all do this every time. So, I mean, like this is why I hate this McDonald's where I live at. Like I don't go here for nothing in the world. Like I don't even eat fucking McDonald's for real. Like shit, I was drunk as hell, and this is what this is what it was. You know. So, I call up there to let them know, like, my food isn't made properly. I paid all this money, whatever, whatever. And the manager was, like, getting smart as fuck. And one thing about me is, like, you don't get smart with me, bitch. And I ain't getting smart with you. I'm being very polite. I'm being very political correct. And you gonna sit here and and, and sort crazy? And I was drunk. So, like, it didn't mesh well with my train of thought. No way. So my ass went right back up to motherfucking McDonald's. <laughs> I can laugh about it now, but like, it's, it seemed too much. Like I was doing way too much. Like I needed to sit the fuck down and like reset. But I take my little happy camper ass right the, up to McDonald's and like, you know what I'm saying? Tell them about my food or whatever. And they ain't even really trying to give me my money or replace my food. So, like, I stopped biting my food and everything and took it right back up there. Take this shit. So, they called the police on me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I felt like that video about that bitch with that bacon on, uh, TV, on, uh, all over the internet, like, on 28th uh, Division or 28th and Madison right there, like, bitch went in there tripping about some bacon and i think she shot up the place or something whatever but anyways i ain't go to that extent like i just wanted my money or i wanted my food to be made properly period like bitch i'm drunk i want this motherfucking sandwich so the police come i'm drunk as fuck talking to the police but see i'm so i'm so true with my shit like i know how to compose like get my composures together when talking to the law i don't give a fuck how drunk they made me seem on the phone when the police get here bitch i bet you i could say my abc's backwards bitch and i bet you i could hold my nose on my finger and walk a straight line bitch i bet you i could do all this bitch you crazy i know how to uh, uh, perform Mm-mm. so he like he more mad that he even had to come the fuck up here about some motherfucking five dollars Oh, shit. I skipped the part. Okay. So, before I left to go to McDonald's, I hit the mailbox and broke my mirror off my window, off my car. So, that pissed me off because, like, my cousins, me me and her, we ain't been vibing, all this other shit. So, she's my neighbor. So, like, it was a lot of petty shit going on. And I didn't want to hit her car, so I hit the mailbox. So, it pissed me off. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't mad at her. I was just pissed off that I fucked my car up. So, whatever. Now, I'm at McDonald's, pissed off about my car and my food. So, they called the police. Police come. He more mad that he came up here about $5. So, I end up getting my food replaced and my motherfucking money. I'm like, officer, they could have just did this and not even call you. He was like, exactly. So, I got in my car and left. He sure the fuck did. Now, my car fucked up because, one, I just got in an accident before I came home. Two, I just fucking tore my mirror off. Um on my way up here three my other mirror is already missing from a drunk night yes drinking and driving is not hot believe me uh good thing about my situations is i never got a dui and i've never uh hit nobody uh or hit no car you know what i'm saying i've never hurt nobody i've never been hurt you know what i'm saying thank god anyways so i'm on the phone with my best friend we talking like about the whole shit like like i was on the phone with her from jump street like from when i pulled up at home all that because i had called her after my accident and then when i got ready she told me not to even go to mcdonald's but i went anyway so she we hung up she had to get ready for it we hung up thinking she hung up thinking i went home and went to sleep but i'm at mcdonald's then they're about to go to jail over five dollars so she like you need to go home and go to sleep like you're doing too much like you need to like get your shit together like bitch i don't know what's wrong with you but lately you've been like everywhere you need to get the fuck together and i'm like girl you know and now i'm just telling her about my mirror and i was just like pissed off about that 
so I pulled up at home and she was like, bitch, don't get back in that car. Take your ass right in the house and go to sleep. Eat your food, go to sleep. So I'm like, bitch, I cannot believe that I fucked my motherfucking mirror. Like, just really talking to her about the fucking mirror. Like, I was pissed off about it. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck the landlord going to do. But he either going to push this mother. Like, I don't know. All these fucking cars. Like, I was just going off. I was like, I can't keep fucking my car up, bitch. Fuck this shit. Like, look at my fucking car. Like, I was going off. I was like, bitch. And I just got in an accident. Like, I was just going off about some shit. Had nothing to do with nobody. Oh, here come motherfucking Captain Diddy Bop. Fucking soldier boy SpongeBob Patrick SquarePants built ass bitch about the house. Like, bitch, fuck you. Da, 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 da. Bitch, I, da, da, da. You know what I'm saying? Like, I beat your ass. Da, 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 da. A boyfriend come out, beat this bitch ass. Da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Geeking her up to get her ass beat because that's what the fuck would have happened. So I'm like, bitch, you don't want it for real. Da, 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 da. All this other shit. You know what I'm saying? So, boyfriend smacked my food out my hand, bitch. I was like, okay. So, then he, like, beat this bitch ass. You know what I'm saying? She like, bitch, what's up? Da, 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 da. I'm like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You don't really want it, bitch. I don't want to got my baby hammer for this nigga. Because, bitch, I'm going to beat your ass. And I'm going to make you, bitch. And then I'm going to beat your girl ass. I'm going to give a fuck cousin or not. So, um, she just, like, being real disrespectful. I'm being disrespectful. She's talking shit. I'm talking shit. You know what I'm saying? She's saying some shit like, bitch, you fuck everybody, man. I'm like, bitch, at least I ain't fuck your nigga. That option been on the table. That nigga wanna fuck me, bitch. Every nigga you ever been with wanna fuck me, bitch. Be happy since I fuck everybody, nigga, bitch. It ain't your nigga, bitch. Because it can be. That nigga don't even love you. But I was talking hella cash shit. Like, that nigga don't even love you, bitch. He always cheating on you. Y'all been together for 10 years, bitch. He been cheating on y'all since you've been together and da 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 You know what I'm saying? Then I got to telling the beans about how we went to Detroit to catch him with his baby mama at Cardi B concert. While she, like, on the porch dancing, like, my nigga love me. You just met my nigga love me. And you just met my nigga love me. You know what I'm saying? Bitch, I'll never forget that shit. <laughs> So, I'm like, bitch, really? Not the same nigga that we went to Detroit. You know what I'm saying? To catch him up with his bitch, his baby mama. Spent thousands of dollars to take this bitch motherfucking Cardi B concert, bitch, while you was at home with y'all kids. Bitch looking busted. Nigga, the fuck? You know what I'm saying? So, he looking all dumbfounded like we ain't know about that shit. Yeah, nigga. So, she looking at me like, bitch, yeah, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Fuck you, bitch. Now, you the same bitch that was out here running your mom talking shit about me to everybody else. You know, it was a lot going on between me and her. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if y'all was listening, but earlier when I said, like, some people that hurt me that I loved and, you know what I'm saying, would have went to war for and would have died for she was one of them bitches. You know what I'm saying? I was down to ride anything that bitch wanted, anything that bitch needed. I was down to ride. I ain't give a fuck. Bitch, and you the same, bitch. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it took everything in me for me not to put my hands on this bitch. Mind you, I just said I had just went through some shit with my brother and his baby, his wife, fighting and shit, looking at time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't keep putting my hands on motherfuckers because I'm going to really go to prison. So, like, I end up walking away like, bitch, fuck you, whatever, whatever, bitch. You know what I'm saying? I walked away. Her baby daddy... Nah, I told y'all we're, we're neighbors. Literally, we got a duplex. She's right next to her. I'm right here. This motherfucker, literally, I shut my shut my screen door, shut my door. This motherfucker proceeds to walk in my motherfucking house. So I'm like, word, you know what I'm saying? Like in a in a voluntary manner, you know what I'm saying? Like like you 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 like you aggressive. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you ready to fight me? You know what I'm saying? Like cause your bitch ain't wanna step now. You wanna step, my nigga. Oh, okay. I got some for that ass. So, I call the police. I'm like, this man just walked in my house trying to fight me. He do not live here. Um, Like, breaking and entering, all this. Like, bitch, invasion, home invasion, all that. Nigga, you don't live here. Don't walk up in my shit. I'm not your bitch. I had your ass in prison some motherfucking way after I shoot your bitch ass. So, it's just been tension between us and Sam. So, that's why I say, like, falling into depression can be easy. Like, after that, all this happened. You know, me and her getting into it. Him, police come. I talk to the police. He talks to the police. Whatever, whatever. I get a threat, slow thing. Whatever, whatever. I can go put a PP out on him. Like, all type of crazy shit. Like, 
her mom come, her niece come, her niece talking shit on Facebook. Like, have that same energy when I pull up in 30 minutes. Bitch, my energy don't never change. I was still drinking. I called my mama. And I told my mom. Me and my best friend was on the phone. And I was still taking shots. And I was like, I promise you, I had my, my, my baby hammer in my hand. You know what I'm saying? I had my mace. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to go no further than that. You know what I'm saying? But I was prepared for war. I'll tell you that. So I had all my shit laid the fuck out in front of the door. I had a chair sitting in front of the door. And I told my best friend, as I was taking shots, I was in a dial spiraling set like at that time. I was, down, I was going downhill. And I just didn't give a fuck about nobody. I told my best friend, I said, anybody knock on this motherfucking door, I'm beating their motherfucking ass. And that's just what it is. I ain't holding nobody the fuck up. So, my mom, you know, come get me. Da, 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 da. So, I leave. My mom bullshit and I come back. My cousin. My cousin mama here. She come out the door, you know what I'm saying? These bitches playing on my phone, all type of shit, you know what I'm saying? So, she come out the door, like, get your ass in the house, let me talk to you. And I was like, no, I said that bitch, I'm here while she was fucking all that shit. 30 minutes, bitch, my attitude's still the same. So, we come in the house, She, the mama asking me what's going on, all this other stuff. So, I get to tell her whatever, whatever. Then my cousin come over, me and her, talking or whatever, and she just like, fuck it. I'm like, well, fuck it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I said some fucked up shit, you said some fucked up shit. But at the end of the day, bitch, we is family, and I just don't get, like, why the fuck do you feel like it's okay for your nigga to disrespect me? This is, it all stems from our nigga being disrespectful. That's my, been my whole issue and my problem, and that's why I quit fucking with her. It's because this is her third time her nigga done jumped in my face on some beefy rah-rah trying to fight me shit. Now, I told y'all he smacked food out my hand. Then he walked in my house trying to fight me. You know what I'm saying? But prior to this, he done did this twice, two other times. Now this, now this point, I'm going to head and get your nigga what he want. I'm going to take his whole esophagus out of his motherfucking throat. Because I'm not playing these motherfucking games, bitch. If he beat your ass, that's what he do. But bitch, you not, you not dare about to keep stepping at me like I'm some punk ass bitch. That's where I was at. So, you know what I'm saying? I just was telling her, like, it's not okay. You know what I'm saying? And plus all the shit that you been, you know, out here talking crazy about me. You know what I'm saying? Just everything, bitch. And how could you? Like, our family's so fucked up because me and her was, like, fucking sisters, thick and seeds. Like, you see her, you see me. And you see Kim, you see Kena, period. You see Kena, you see Kim. Like, we fucks with each other the long motherfucking way. I'm talking about the hard, long way. But you the same bitch. Want to be out here talking shit about a bitch like me, though. And I know it was you because only you, you knew certain shit. That others didn't know that people knew that was putting on Facebook. I feel like you, you probably didn't initially like you didn't put the shit out there. You didn't write it. You you didn't you didn't comment. You didn't you know what I'm saying you didn't do none of that. But bitch, you set that shit the fuck up because you told the right ears, bitch. So after all that. Uh, like I said, I have been drinking. I have been drinking excessively. So I have been drinking probably for 12 hours straight. My mom come. And I just, like, I break down. I just, I was so tired. And I remember laying across my bed. And I just was like, I'm tired. Like, I just, I don't want to do this no more. Like, I can't give this type of energy no more like I just I refuse to and I'm just so tired my mom come in she like we finna pray my mom was studying to be a pastor so she like we finna pray so my mom gets a praying over me and she just praying over me she was praying over me and I remember looking up at my mom and I remember Touching my mom's face very gently, very lovingly, and telling her that I loved her. It was like a goodbye touch on some real shit. 
and then I stopped breathing. I mean, looking back now, I'm pretty sure that was hard for my mom. You know, I haven't really talked about this. This is the first time I'm, I'm talking about it. And it's it's on here because this is a, a sanctuary for me. This is where I come to talk about things that is of value to me. And depression is serious. And I was depressed. And because I was depressed, I spiraled out of control up until the point where I stopped breathing in my mom's arms. True shit. I stopped breathing in my mother's arms. I said goodbye to my mother. I was happy to go. No lie. I stopped breathing. Ambulance came, everything. I, before the ambulance came, my mom kept trying to get me to breathe. And, you know, she was, like, crying and screaming. And, and it was a lot going on. You know, my cousin from next door, who I just had an altercation with, she run over here. And, and she, like, came to breathe. Look at me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a crazy moment. And, I, and still in that moment, I was ready to go. And I remember everyone just kept saying, like, breathe. And, and I, I remember I kept coming to it. I kept, like, gasping for air and saying, like, I can't breathe. I can't. You know what I'm saying? I just kept gasping and just, like, falling right back out and just, like, not breathing. It, it went on for a long time before the ambulance came. Um, ambulance came. Uh, moved everything. Threw me on the, you know, they didn't throw me on the ground, but they laid me on the ground and they, they got the working on me. You know what I'm saying? They tried to stick a tube down my mouth. Um, I smacked it out their hand. I, I just, um, I was working on my chest and I remember floating. True story. I've never, I haven't talked about this really for real. I was floating over my body. I was hearing everything and everyone. Kind of like I saw them too. But I was like happy. I was. I felt good. I felt great. It was amazing. And I heard this voice say. Uh, I heard a voice say come back to me. This not the way you go. And I kept saying, I don't want to. And a voice kept saying, come back. This is not your end. Come back. And then I remember breathing and I remember everyone I, like I remember seeing the paramedics and there was you know what did she drink what did she take it was like liquor bottles everywhere it was weed everywhere um, they thought I had took some pills actually I just was drunk as hell um I don't know if you guys ever heard of the expression like uh, drinking can be deadly or a dead drunk. I was dead drunk. That's some real shit. Anything over a point eight is deadly. I was a one point something, like a one point five or something like that. I was very high, and. Uh, that's why I I was unresponsive. I literally, literally, I, I, I died and I, I came back. That's how I put it. That's how I see it. That's how I feel. And now my outlook on life is different. My view on things is different. I... 
I don't mind sharing my story and sharing what happened to me. I don't mind talking about the things that led up to that moment. That was a very horrific moment for me. Even after everything, you know, I was in the hospital. Even after that, um, I didn't know how to get back to life. Because being back felt so weird and different, you know. I don't know if anybody has ever had a a real brush with death. But when you when you have a, a real life interaction with death, like when you know that literally it wasn't nobody but God, that voice, because I was gone. That voice was nobody but God telling me that my fight wasn't over. And I, I understand now because now I I want to help people that's in the same situation as me come out of it. Depression can lead to a lot of different things. And I see now how and why people get addicted to certain things. Depression is powerful. And if your mindset ain't strong enough, it will consume you. And that's literally what I let it do. I let it tear me up to the point where I I literally died. And I want to, I mean, and if it wasn't for my mom, I love my mom. And I'm so sorry that I even put her through that. But if it wasn't for her, I would not be here today. My siblings and my nieces and my nephew, that's my sanctuary. You know, my little brother, my little sister, my mom. If it wasn't for them three. Because it's hard. And it's easy to fall back into, you know, depression. It's easy to... It's easier to, to sit in... In in your in your uh, feelings of yourself, your uh, pity. It's easier to, to to sit there than to get up and dust yourself off and to fight for what you know, which is yourself. But if you don't love yourself and you don't care about yourself. You're fighting a losing battle. Depression is just a mind thing. And I just feel like if people would speak more positively than negative, then things would... or And look at things differently, in a different light than what you see them in. Because not everything is black and white. Not everything is gray. You know what I'm saying? There's color out there. It's it's not everything is gloomy. Some sunshine somewhere. You have to find the good in everything. Because if you don't, you'll go crazy and you'll end up where I was or worse. I I'm thankful for that situation because it put me back on track. With myself and my goals and my accomplishments. Now I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm researching how to be an advocate for substance abuse. No, I wasn't an alcoholic. But I, 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 I had an alcoholic moment that led me to self-destruction in the worst way. 
I can speak on those things because I lived it. I drank every fucking day to soothe my hurt and my pain. I smoked.